All right, everybody, welcome back. We, you have been listening to everything you've been thinking of on PNR. Today, we are here with two very famous comedians, uh, hosts of the ever-popular podcast, Fun Time Calls, Jack and Jordan. Uh, how, are you guys, how are you guys doing I'm today? Doing great. Thank you for having us here. All right. that is. Uh, there's, one of your members isn't here. Uh, it's Ian, I believe. Yeah, he couldn't make it. He 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 had to go to the bathroom. Uh, yeah, he he had, he, he had he had he's having a little case what we call hot butt. Mine is a big I, fan I, of your panel I, game shows. So glad to be here. Uh, um, that's not us, man. I, I, um, I, I know the confusion, like, but uh, we we don't have panel game shows here. But anyway, uh, so what's it like being on a podcast? Uh, you know, uh, Jordan, you go ahead. It, the the usual, you know, it feels good knowing that uh, you you have a microphone. You know, that microphone, it's a voice. It's a speaker box uh, to the world. And I, we're just glad, me and Jack, I don't want to speak on behalf of Jack, but we're just glad to have our voice heard to the audience and, and just have them feel something. You know, in this in this divided country we live in, it just feels good that, like, People from all across. Anyway, uh, Jack, how 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 about you today? How about me? What, how do I feel about podcasting? Yeah, what about you? Like, what what is your opinion on podcast? Oh, I think podcasts, for the most part, are like the bane of my existence. I think they're vile little devilish creations designed to annoy people, make them very really, interesting, make them interesting. very boring. Kind of just they're just designed to create like argument talking points mm-hmm. so that people don't think for themselves it, you know it happens you know mm-hmm. it, we're our podcast sometimes you know might lead to it that's why thankfully like i'm here i'm to prevent people from just blindly listening to say a, a jordan talking point and preventing like preventing someone just to say that like in every conversation that's that's what i'm here to do and you mentioned yeah. you mentioned a, J- a jordan talking point could you expand on that please Oh yes, you know just the the sort of, you know the sort of things that George say things you know like how Popeyes chicken sandwiches are good and that they're things you should be eating like you know things of now, that now, things now, of that uh, nature. Just a moment, let me uh, stop you, Jordan. What is your opinion on a Jordan talking point? I think uh, Jordan's talking points are valid. I think they're not only smart and intelligent; they're the correct opinion to have. What's your opinion on the Last Dance? Uh, I think The Last Dance was a very influential documentary about Michael Jordan and 1988 Chicago Bulls. That's great. So, so uh, Jack, you're against Michael Jordan. That's a Jordan talking point, right? Yeah, you know what? I am. Uh, Michael Jordan's had it good for too long. I think he is a spoiled brat, and I think that it's about time that you know jo- Michael Jordan doesn't get his dick sucked You know, 24-7. Uh that's interesting. So, so you're a fan of Isaiah Thomas? Uh, no, I, oh, I, 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 I that's my mistake. I, I apologize. No. no, it's okay. It's okay. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not currently a fan of any particular basketball player. I, of course, I am a fan of the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, go Grizz! But as far as like particular individual players, no one really, no one really is uh, in my mind currently. All right, that's that's great to hear. Jordan, what's what's your opinion on Isaiah Thomas? I think Isaiah Thomas is uh, is a talented athlete. I think Isaiah Thomas uh, definitely deserves to be an all-star. 
Always fun seeing him at the All Star game. Interestingly, he was he was not allowed on the All Star team. Uh, why, do you remember that? I I feel very disappointed when I saw. I remember seeing that in the, you're talking about in the Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary. I'm, I'm talking about in history. Uh, you know, I wish we could see more of it, but you know what? Uh, you can play as him in most recent NBA 2K basketball game, and you know what? Okay, uh, now, now I'm, I'm chiming in to see you. you. You do realize The Last Dance is a documentary. It's not a not a movie, right? But with all that archival that, that actually, footage. That, that actually happened. And I'm, I'm just letting you know that actually happened. You do know that, right? That's, that's amazing. Jake Tapper, back to you. I just I didn't even bring up the fact that Memphis Grizzlies have yet to win an NBA You've been championship. You've watching CNN. My name is Jake Tapper, and I'm Don Lemon. Theme song. It's not like the the calm radio we did before, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We're we're just we were just talking all while right. that that song was playing. Yeah, you, what you just heard was uh, electric zoom. <laughs> he still isn't um, he still isn't unmuted. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Funtime Calls. What's with that gap of silence? You're talking. I'll let you talk because you keep arguing. Then you know I don't let you talk. So I figured you you should do the cold open this time around. It doesn't make sense. You muted us. No, no, I, it was being played. I I muted myself. No, no like. Uh, <laughs> Did you see this? Because that's mute. That's uh, me muted. I got muted, not deafened. What's the point there? Because you didn't hear me say bad things about you. Go back to the tape. Oh, Hi. so you were you were talking trash. Legit. And aren't no, you recording but... from your end so it would hear you? I know. Hi, folks. Welcome to Funtime Calls, uh, everyone's 20th favorite comedy podcast. I am your host, Jordan Haas. We're doing good. I mean, like, you can only think of maybe like 20 of them, so we're glad we're in your 20. Uh, With me on my left, uh, popular host of Funtime Calls, the arbiter of truth, Ian. Hey. And on my right... Uh, wacky waving tube man of comedy, Jack. Uh, I I, I find that uh, title to be disgraceful. Uh, you're, you know, you're you're the wacky waveable, wacky waveable, inflatable arm flailing tube man. Yeah, of comedy. That's the, pro- that's, that's the proper full name. Family Guy's not funny. Well, that's that's like, that's a I very mean, contrarian thought to have. It's Jack. actually not. You know, that's a popular show on Fox that everyone loves. And it has TV, has T-shirts. Like Rick and Morty. No, that's very contrarian of you, Jack. I I, I think anyone who's, who's, who, who, you know, talk, well, 
hang on, hang a second. It's like I just want to make just mention that anyone who complains about being called a contrarian probably a kind of a big baby. They need to they need to they need to suck their thumb and, and chill out. I and, 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 and an actual contrarian. I just I'm a big fan of that monkey that has like the evil face and then points and then leaves. That's that's a funny gag. So so you're a contrarian and you have low standards. I like when Pierre Griffin fights the giant chicken. Oh, you like old jokes. Also, because they don't have room to do new jokes. Wait, we have things to do today. We, yeah. don't, have to, we don't have time we, to... We, we don't have time for bants. I will have you know, I come from the Seth MacFarlane School of Vamping, and that means doing some crooning. When I figure out what I want to do today. uh, Jordan doesn't listen when we say be quiet. We have something to talk about because we got something big today. It's the end of the month. You know what? You know what that means? It means it means I get my paycheck. (laughs) I wish. I mean, producer Jack gets the paycheck, but not. Who's that? I don't know who that is. Like the only Jack I know is this guy. Yeah, it's just me. What the fu- but we had this whole bit with there's a producer Jack and a Thrilly McThrillist and, and oh, a, oh, a social Thrilly. media team oh, Jack. We love, we, we love Thrilly. I don't and know who this producer Jack. I don't know who this producer Jack is. The fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> what do you mean? What the fuck? Am I getting gaslit now in this whole bits? Have you not been paying attention? what we call the fun time calls director ratio a we still have a theme song for that <laughs> jack was gonna do a theme song last month were we is that true jack were, were we actually gonna do that <laughs> did we forget to do something I mean, Jordan didn't remind me, so I guess maybe <laughs> All right, f- f- fuck it, fuck it. We'll just bootleg something. Go. There we go. Uh, bootleg. We're doing bootlegs. Twenty Century Television Fox. This this algorithm is not owned by Disney. Hi there, and welcome to the Fun Time Calls Director Ratio, um, a, a, a segment that doesn't really need an intro, but whatever. It's uh, a right. monthly thing. We do. Okay, just, yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, we every every month we decide to watch uh, several movies from a director. This month it was John Landis. It was picked by me. And uh, I will say, uh, we made a mistake uh, because um, uh, we didn't check beforehand that the majority of John Landis' movies are not on Netflix. So it's a big oops for me that is like, well, a lot of these, um, I'm going to have to go off memory. Oh, we're doing John Landis. I I just saw Bright in American Ultra. Damn it. Fuck. Shit. I guess we're not gonna. Be, he's not gonna do much talking. Yeah, I, I, I guess. No, yeah, not a lot of talking from Jordan this episode. Like, thank God, is that am I right, audience? <laughs> am I right? <laughs> I, I get it. Anyway, John Landis is a master of lots of movies, especially if you're a fan of comedies of the '70s and '80s. Uh, now, uh, so Jordan, just to go. Do you, um, oh, do sorry, you remember Jordan? 
So, sorry, Jordan, do you remember as host of Funtime Calls, one of the co-hosts and uh, one of the no- well-known people here, um, do you remember which of the five to six movies we decided to do? I think, uh, well, I think Animal House and Blues Brothers and yes. London, I think it was London. I yes. think you did. You decided to do uh, probably. Uh, I'm guessing you were the one that wanted to do. Uh, I was going to say train places, but I don't think we did train. Yes. Pla- we did train places. Okay. I did, I did, yes. Yeah. And coming to America, right? Yes. Because I know I wanted okay. Beverly Hills Cop three. So. I also did Beverly Hills. I yeah, did Beverly well, Hills we, we did add Beverly Hills Cop because we added. Um, since you wanted it, we added a sixth to our usual five. Because I wanted Beverly Hills Cop three. Because I have a call to action still. Now uh, here, here's the deal. So that means Animal House, Blues Brothers, American Werewolf in London, Trading Places. Um, Twilight Zone, the movie, great movie that he only had a segment of and should be vilified for for the rest of his career. Why? Helicopter incident that killed lots of people. We'll get to that. We'll get to now that. Now that we moved so. that. Now we moved on. Uh, no, he had to get that in. So. Yeah, we had to okay. get. We had to say that uh, right at the beginning. So let's let's explain how. Rip this off brother. the bandaid and then move on. Uh, the American Werewolf in London, Trading Places. Uh, you didn't see stupid. America and coming yeah, coming to America and Beverly Hills Cop. You didn't see oh, Blue three. Brothers two thousand right. Because no, I'll tell you right now, I will link. I, I haven't seen Schlock. Kentucky Fried movie doesn't hold up. It sucks. Animal House, good. Blues Brothers, good. London, good. Wait, coming soon. Train Place is good. Twilight Zone, good. The BB King is okay. Dude, hold the phone. We have to. This isn't a funny bit. Stop it. Okay, so we've listed off the six. And save your thoughts, gentlemen. Save your thoughts. Well, can you at least put a negative one for Kentucky Fred movie because it sucked that no. bad? Well, please, we can't, we can't do no, that we, right we, now. We we can't count it because only you're the only one who watched it. Because we also have to explain how this works. This yes. system. So we have the list of movies here, and what we do is that we each of us goes through and we say if we have seen it or not, and if we haven't seen it, we don't count towards the final score of said movie, which is whether or not it's a good or a bad movie. Yes. And if it's a uni- universally decided upon good movie, it gets added onto a kind of a positive ratio score. And if it's decided it's a bad movie, it gets added to the negative one. So we add, we basically like put that together and we decide based on that final score if said director is a good or a bad director. So we are. So before we actually go through the movies, uh, does anyone have any thoughts just about John Landis in general? Like, what is your when you think about John Landis, do you, you know, is he a director you think about a lot or is he, you know, Ian, you, you should, since you picked him, like what, why did you? I like actually him? don't think of him very often. Uh, I find it strange, like the kind of movies he's known for is mostly like comedy stuff. But one of his most famous movies is actually a horror movie. And like, he's been like thought of as like one of the guys who's like for like horror-ish stuff. Cause um, I remember he was on uh, like the first time I saw him. Like a person, like I've seen his movies before that, but um, first time I seen anything interview related was uh, during that like um, Bravo scariest movie moments, like like fifty scariest movie moments. Oh, he okay, was, yeah, he was in that, 
and like one of the people talking and uh i remember like specifically from him talking about the movie audition like make how he's like how that movie made him so uncomfortable like uh and people are like wow man it made him uncomfortable he made american werewolf in london that's wow and uh so uh that just kind of put him in like my cultural context of like who is who is this guy uh aside from that yeah like uh i just like i he's one of those directors i just kind of picked his movies up just from being just around so for me personally john landis is not a director i really think about really ever like mm-hmm. there are movies of his where I know I think about at times, but as far as like, oh yeah, a John Landis classic, I never think of it like in that sense. Like oh, it's right. just like, oh, I think about more so the actors of that movie than I do like the actual like yeah the director in that case. He doesn't have anything like particularly like like his style, his thing. Like I can think of at least. Uh, there, there's something I I, I, I can I, kind I, of p- figure it out later. Yeah, I feel like I might have realized something about some of his movies towards the end, but that's, yeah, but, well, Jordan, what about you? So, neither of you really grew up in, in Los Angeles or Hollywood, so I I, I'll, I have to play the uh, the California, the Hollywood, or in Hollywood Haas, hashtag Hollywood Haas. Now, while you do this, can you put on a, uh, a snobbish accent? Well, none of you really uh, go to Universal Studios Hollywood, like like me, because I have the contacts. <laughs> and uh, let me tell you, Ian, John Landis is Hollywood royalty. Uh, because of his movies that were filmed at Universal Studios, he's basically praised upon almost as a second or a third to the likes of Hitchcock. And, uh, you know, there's a little person by the name of Steven Spielberg. I don't know about that. It goes Spielberg, Hitchcock, and then Sean Landis over at Universal Studios. Mm, okay. I'm, that, that, that's really it. Like, really, like, I go to Universal Studios, and it's like, I see a studio tour, and it's like, this is Alfred Hitchcock's, like, trailer where he make the horror movies. Steven Spielberg did this, and then, like, King Kong 360 3D. And then after that, it's like, what, well, did you know John Landis made Blues Brothers here? John Landis. Let's interview John Landis. Wasn't John Land? Wait, wait. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that when when we talk about it. But but so, okay, that's uh that sets up that sets us up. And let's uh, yeah, Jack's our schedule guy. Like, yep. so what do you say? I say let's let's start with like you know I'm I'm going I'm, we're still going to go through like all the movies just in case there's maybe some that weren't on our official list that we did get a chance to see. Mm-hmm. So why don't we just start first start off with uh, the movie Schlock. Schlock, the movie from the year 1973. Now, has anyone that's, like a, that's a parody of like uh, like old like horror movies and stuff, right? I've not seen this movie, so I'm going to... I, I, I don't know anything about this movie, to be honest. Schlock is a prehistoric ape man who terrorizes Southern don't, California. Don't, don't read it. He don't read the Wikipedia. Yeah, did you see this movie, Jordan? Did you actually see this movie, Jordan? John Landis plays Schlock, and no, I have not seen Schlock. Yeah, I've seen the trailer on. for Schlock. Wait, I've never seen so, Schlock. Okay. So because we have not seen this, or AKA, like, we did not agree it was good or bad, it's just, it is it is not added to the ratio, so... Yeah. Not, so Wait, that, that is, uh, that is not play. added at all. Yep, so next thing's next. Uh, we have the Kentucky Fried movie. 
I've seen this. 1977. Uh, uh, now, now, Jordan, I have a question about this. Is this a National Lampoon movie? It has uh, the Zucker Brothers, but it's not. Okay, so, but it, it, okay, it, but it's not. Okay, it's not. But they have a lot of people that would be closely associated with the National Lampoon. I think because a couple brand. of the people who were like subwriters were of the Harvard Lampoon at the time and the National Lampoon. It's basically a sketch comedy movie. Like imagine movie forty three. Oh, one of those. One of those. Like like. Oh, there's another movie I was thinking of. That's like yeah, like movie forty three. <laughs> it's movie 43 oh, I, I'm gonna say it's movie 43 people go well it's so funny because of like the skit with the boobies and like all sorts of like weird crappy movie trailers it's it, it one of those cases where a movie where they're like they're like this came out in the 70s and for the 70s this was really like forward thinking comedy yes and it's just like I rewatched it like five years ago and it just does not hold up. Like I did not laugh at all at this. Okay. It it really feels like the target demo for this movie is still like people who still love South Park. Other like, than that, who like grew up in the seventies. Yeah, it just it does not hold up. A lot of the jokes are still like I don't know if these will work nowadays because PC culture world we live in. Uh, and. Uh. It just, so you say so you don't like this movie. I do not like this movie. People say it's great, and I mean, I can guess your viewpoint on that, but it's a thumbs down on me. That's a thumbs down movie. So, Ian, have you seen this movie? I have not. Right. My, my knowledge of Kentucky Fried Movie is a very, 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 very vague memory of people talking about it on I Love the 70s. So basically, because we, you know, no majority consensus, that is also going to be marked as just a zero. But here's the next movie we have here is one of the mm -hmm. ones we... And this is a classic, so we probably have all seen this anyway before now. It mm -hmm. is, you know, National Lampoon's Animal House from 1978. All right. Now, now you were the one who uh, I first brought it up in our chat. I want to hear, Jack, what do you think? You know, the, the interesting thing about it is that this is the first time I've rewatched Animal House since I actually went through college. Like, when I first saw this movie, I was in high school, and I did not get a lot of the humor, but I still thought it was way funnier back then. Now, uh, after having gone through college, 28-year-old uh, Jack seeing Animal House, I thought it was a hit-or-miss movie. I think there are moments of this movie that are really funny. I think there, you know, you have moments like the... Because the, the way the movie is set up is I feel like it's... Part of me feels like it is similar to Kentucky Fried Movie. Having not seen it, but the way Jordan describes it, it is a lot of a series of... It is like an SNL movie. You have, like, a bunch of, like, here's John Belushi doing a skit where he's, like, peeping at people. Here's a skit where they're in the cafeteria. Here's a skit where the military branch of the college, uh, there's a horse, and they're going to agitate the horse. You know, there's a, there's a lot of skits. There's a lot of little skits, and there's, like, a plot that is in the way background of, like, oh, the dean wants to get rid of this bad, you know, bunch of miscreants in this fraternity because they're bad. Like, that's that's the plot, but it's, like, very thin because it is just an excuse for, well, they do hijinks and jokes. That is the... That's Animal House. That's that's all you need to know. Um, all right. Yeah, so that's, I mean, it's... And I feel like the movie... Also, the other thing is that the movie is, for me, it was the wait for the climax. Like, the climactic part of the movie is the best part of the movie. Like, all of the the parade and the, the fuck-ups that happen 
you know, due to, you know, Delta House. Like, that's... So if you've never seen the movie, basically it's there's a prestigious fraternity. These guys want to join. Uh, it's basically upper white poshy kind of fraternity full of, like, jockey assholes. And then these are, like, f- normal Joe fat guys. They would be, like, obviously the butt of all the jokes. And then, of course, they don't get kicked. They don't they basically leave that fraternity, join a, a more, I wouldn't say laid back, more of, like, a crap shoot fraternity house, make it their own, and it just becomes, like, this back and forth between the fraternity houses. Uh, food fight is a most memorable scene from that movie, plus the I'm a zit, get it. From John Belushi. So uh, I, I feel the movie. Of, I mean, my, I, favorite, I, my, my favorite thing is you brought it up at the end where we find out that, that uh, John Belushi becomes a U.S. senator after all this shit. Yeah, that's it's like there are a lot of things in this movie that are like used in like there are lines and moments that are like very much taken into cinema like in the future. Like this movie mm-hmm. is culturally important. But mm-hmm. at the same time to me, I don't. For me, I don't hate it. I don't like it. I think it is just okay because like I it is I had some laughs. It's it's pretty it's it's well made at moments, but I'm just it's just not fully I don't feel like all the humor in situations hold up for me. So what did, Ian, what did you what did you feel about Amy Now, this is, this is what I was was talking about at the beginning that John Landis's movies have become kind of hard to find. So I had to go based off of finding all the stuff put together on YouTube and uh, my memory of seeing the movie in middle school. Um, this movie, like, it's all right. Like, uh, there's a lot of, like, little things, like, especially, like, the things that have stuck with us culturally, like the scene, like the toga party and the scene where he, like, smashes the guy's guitar. You could just, sorry. Like, little, little gags like that have, like, stuck with people for a long time. Uh, but I think like everything like when it comes to the end of the movie like or I mean like as when when you get to the end of the movie as a whole it's like it's alright okay you also feel it's just an okay movie yeah like I I like on our list I'd, I'd put it on the zero just like uh, the middle so, so Jordan like if for a score I, I, I would give it a thumbs up uh, I would say that was of all of the comedies today, aside from you know the one I would be defending the most. I would say that's the best movie of Landis is Animal House. Okay, so let's move on now to uh, a movie that came out you know just two years later, nineteen uh, eighties, The Blues Brothers. That reminds me. Uh, let me just get myself some sunglasses and start singing some tunes for. Wait, wait, wait! No, no, Jordan, say the line. Uh, we're on a mission from God. And so, it's, it's okay. Uh, yeah, I, I want to say, in my opinion, Blues Brothers holds up. Not for the reasons most people probably think it does, but as a solid movie, like a, a solid road movie, uh, musical, and uh, most of the jokes land. Uh, yeah, like so... The music, if you're a music nerd like me, the music's fantastic in this movie. Uh, Lots of jazz. Lots of jazz. Only a little bit of jazz. Mostly blues. And mostly soul music. Also the blues mobile. Yeah, Aretha Franklin's in the movie. Yeah, a lot of people forget that part. 
Also, yeah, no, it's, I can't yeah. believe they're in Tifa. Don't don't they know they're terrorists now by Donald Trump standards? <laughs> yeah, a lot of people forget that scene. Like, I hate Seattle Nazis. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, what, so what, I also, um, I, I, re- I, I, I did not rewatch this movie like this year, but I saw this again last year, mm. and I think this, you know. And again, it's this is a road trip movie. They're trying to like raise funds for like their is it like their orphanage they grew up in? Was that the orphanage they grew up in? They basically basically get extorted into making money for the uh, the orphanage they grew up in. Yeah, but the movie itself is like it is you know almost like some of these other movies. Like it is an excuse for like doing different scenes, but in this case, like it's very location. it's it's like location themed, and also this is uh, you know have to bring up this is based on an SNL skit, the blues. You know, that's the, that's the negative. Skit. That's a negative. It's, it's actually shush. It's actually not a skit. So Jordan, you might want to take that back. It's not a skit. It's a like this is really confusing to describe because the Blues Brothers were characters on. Uh, Saturday Night Live, but they weren't comedy characters. It was just Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi uh, just singing like old soul songs. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I, I knew they were there. It's like they were doing something in SNL. That's soul what I was man, do 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 do. I'm a soul. I think man. they sang. I think they sang that once, but it, it was like it wasn't. It, it's weird how that works out because because Jake and Elwood are actually really funny characters. Uh. This is a very. It's also a very Chicago heavy movie too. Near the end, yeah. uh, uh, like the whole Chicago sequence is great. The, um, the, the mall. Actually, there's very. There's very good action sequences in this movie. The crash of Toys R Us. So you, you would like the Mister Marketing? Um, like, uh, no, I would like the fact that they used the Bluesmobile in WWE in the Big Show funeral scene with Big Boss Man using the Bluesmobile to drag Big Show around, going, "I miss my daddy. I miss my daddy." See, see, I liked it when uh, they it, ran over Nazis. Like, no, I like that part too. But I also like, you know, thinking like ways this would influence years later. You know, Drake, and Josh, you know, <laughs> modern day Blues Brothers. Uh, <laughs> when they dressed, uh, but, when they dressed up as them, and, you know, you had Drake, Drake Bell, heartthrob, the Dan Aykroyd of modern era. You know. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, this movie is basically like dedications to locations for music of like these kinds of music like i like i was telling these guys when i uh, went back and checked cab calloway is in this movie that messed me up james brown's in this movie he's actually really near the beginning too yeah no they, that, that, that that seems weird though but like no like i think the here's why i think the blues brothers work versus like a whole lot of snl movies do not work is that you're right it's characters but they're not like there's no like what's there's no one note joke on the blues brothers these are just you know people who sing the blues and there's like all the surrounding things as a tribute to celebrity like you said versus a lot of other snl movies where it's just they're a joke like a mcgruber oh he's an idiot version of macgyver or wayne's world oh they're just two rock star dudes that love rock music but they don't really play music like the Blues Brothers. They just like music. Well, also, like, as as far as, like, like SNL characters, a lot of them are really over the top, whereas Jake and Elwood are actually pretty subdued. It really is just like, 
almost like the, I wouldn't say men, I hate to say the term men in black, but like because I, I just think it's the they, they literally are men who are in black. But it really is just like Nazis don't like them. <laughs> just now, now there is something there for some people watching this movie. There will be a point when you like get near the end. You're like, there's a lot of characters in this movie. I cannot keep up. Because the, the the cast is really big in this movie. There's there's a lot of characters in this movie. You know, I actually had that problem with Animal House. I had a very hard really? time trying to keep track of because I can remember John Belushi. Like I didn't remember his name, but I was like, yeah, there's Belushi. But some of the other characters I would get is like, wait, who is who? Who's the new skinny guy? Who's the old skinny guy? You know, there's it's it's like you had to remember it's you know there's so many of them just look really similar did you have that problem with blues brothers i did not because you know one's psych one's belushi and one's acroids it's like you got the guy you got the neck beard you got the guy and, you, and, and because you have the blues guys and then you have their band and then all the other characters you have the other characters but as far as like the main like two characters you could focus on and go like mm. oh you know at, at the very least i know who the movie's about like that's mm-hmm. Like, the thing with Animal House is that with Animal House, like, I, you know, unless you're going, like, oh, this is John Belushi doing goofy stuff. Like, if you're trying to figure out the plot, you're like, oh, I don't know. There's a Dean. I don't know. This movie, I feel like I was more okay with being involved with the chaos. Yeah. I, I give Blues Brothers a plus one. Okay, uh, Jordan, what do you feel? The same. Plus one. Okay, and I do. Yeah, so we, uh, so this is, so now Kurt Fischel, so far, he is, uh. One 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 officially good movie here. So let's now move on to an American, American Werewolf, Werewolf in, London. in London. Yes, we're moving bad on. news. I could not find this movie, so I could not watch. Jack it. was watching it last night. Uh, <laughs> I, I finished watching it last night. I started it technically like the day before. I saw the first half and I saw the second half uh, the day after. Uh, I will this- say uh, just before I will say like the little tiny bits I have seen of like um. I think this is a uh, practical effects horror movie, mm-hmm. and like it what I've seen, very much so. It's very impressive. It looks it looks great. It's very good looking. Um, so for so American Werewolf in London is basically like these. It's it's a movie about like these two backpackers uh, from America uh, visit England. They they you know and and shit goes wrong. Uh, one of them one of them dies, and his name was Jack. And I felt kind of like, oh, this movie's, this movie's. Not I like this out. movie a lot. All of a sudden, this movie, this, the movie didn't start off well. Wow, Jordan. It, I was I was already like, it's like I'm surprised the other guy wasn't named Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, that'd but, be great if there was Jordan there and he killed Jack. That'd be oh man, that'd be great. Well, that's not what happened. It was a were a werewolf killed Jack, and so and but but bit the other guy. A werewolf named Jordan. Um. So. Yeah, the wolf was named Jordan. They they killed the werewolf, so I guess Jordan died. <laughs> so 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 so, and he was na- and he died naked too. So that was. A good thing. <laughs> I like that detail. Jordan died naked. <laughs> ah, epic. Uh, so so the so the so the rest of the movie is like you you watch the David, the main character, who is realizing he is a werewolf now, and. And mostly because uh, he is visited by the ghost of his friend Jack, who tells him because he was killed by a werewolf, he is stuck in limbo. And he keeps telling him to kill himself so he could be free. Be and, free. It more, and it gets more fucked up as like he starts to actually transform and become a werewolf and kills more people. They start showing up too, and they're like, You need to kill yourself, man. It's like, Hey, man, you need to go. Up. I, wait, how do I, I need to do the British accent? 
He's like, oh, you need to kill yourself. <laughs> I, I've seen the crystal see, maze. Have I have seen the crystal maze, Jack. Don't it's, have to ask. Did they tell you to kill yourself in the crystal maze? Have you seen? Have you seen the new <laughs> terrible. The maze? This show is terrible. I, I, I have, Jack. I have seen the crystal maze. Uh, so, so I mean, that's the basics of the movie. Why is this yeah. werewolf telling me about the Aztec zone all of a sudden? <laughs> so you, you two have seen the movie. Yes. Jack. Yes. Ja- now, 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 here's here's the thing. I actually want to check in on because I want to hear this, Jordan. You're rather averse to like horror. So practical effect core I'm okay with because there's not that many there's no I can't really detect jump scares in this movie. Jack, can you detect any jumps? No, this movie is also kind of funny, is the other thing. Yeah, okay. like there wasn't jump scares as far as I'm concerned in this movie, which means I was able to Is it more of a like a horror not a horror movie, but like a comedy movie that happens to be kind of gory? I wouldn't say it's a comedy movie. It is very comedic at moments. It is. Mm. It's still very. You know. It's still. It is. It is like almost a traditional horror movie. Okay. They're using like the, the comedy day. aspects to lighten the mood because you're tense. So like you're expecting like oh the werewolf's gonna jump and eat the person and then suddenly nope it's not. You don't. You don't get to see all the time. Like it's like there are moments you get to see the werewolf like graphically tear up body parts and then sometimes you just don't. And okay. I and Jack can verify. Like yesterday, I like almost ver- verbatim said what the finale was as it was happening right in front of him. Yeah. So this is the thing I feel like I have noticed about Lanus from the movies I've seen is that uh, John Lanus is a big fan of an explosive finale. Like he mm-hmm. likes things going out of control, things just you know having a bunch of people all at once creating just a big hubbub and everything going wrong. And I feel like in, in American Werewolf, there is a moment in the finale, like a car, like a like a some bystander is is hit by a car. They fling on the ground, and then a double decker bus runs them over dead. Oh, <laughs> yep, <shit. laughs> yep. And then it cut. You get to see their, their bodies like flat fucked up. It's just like it's like the most unfortunate way to die. It's like. Like they're not even killed by the werewolf on the scene. No, you get hit by a car, and then a double-decker bus who just happens to be there just goes "fuck you." you. <laughs> That's just so fucking sad. That's just so unfortunate. But it was a funny way to go. That you it, were it, laughing. It was, it was very funny, and also there's like there's like weird nightmare sequences that happen that are like very avant-garde artistic sort of. Like there's. It's, it's like they start off that way, and then they reach the moment where all of a sudden there are, like, demon Nazis who show up to murder David mo- repeatedly. That's a thing that happens. Anyway, I like this movie. This movie's a good movie. Okay. It's uh, a good horror movie. It's a really good horror yeah, movie. it's good. So, so that's, uh, like, I, I give it a, a default zero because I didn't wasn't able to see it, and you two give it a plus. So, so majority rules. It is yeah. a yeah. It's, another, it's a thumbs up. One. I I I love it a lot, and only for that finale because because Jack was like, "What the fuck? What the fuck? That's it? <laughs> yeah." <laughs> he just started cracking up, and I'm like, "Yeah, this is why it's good." Yeah, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Um, but now we're on a movie where you know we're getting to the part where maybe we have not seen it. This is the movie called uh, Coming Soon? Coming Soon was a uh, documentary that was uh, released. Uh, oh, that, I, we're not counting that. That's not. A it's a documentary movie. about horror movies, basically. It's about universal horror movies over the years. Uh, mm-hmm. 
I've, I've only seen part of it. I haven't seen the full of it. I found it to be boring. Let's get rid of that bit. We're not counting that. Trading Places next. Then. Now, okay. uh, Trading Places is one of the ones I was insistent on watching because it's one of my favorite movies to watch during the holidays. Uh, uh, Trading Places is about uh, two uh, rich assholes who say, like, who have an employee who's a kind of a dickhead uh, and uh, they pick a guy off the street who is uh, basically a scam artist uh, who he's who's um does like you know like three card Monty and like messes with like cops to say like oh no I'm not doing nothing and uh, basically they they point at those two guys and say we could swap them and uh, he I can make him uh, a successful businessman and uh, uh, he'll be out on the street just like resorting to crime the other guy says that'll never work and they bet they bet on that. So, that's the first half of the movie. That's the catch on that. Well, I typically, uh, uh, oh, sorry, Ian, you go ahead. No, no, I guess. So, this is one of my favorite movies like to watch. Now, I, I clarified around holiday times, because this takes place over the course of Christmas, New Year's, and like right around the beginning of January. Because uh, it's also got a lot of business. It, it's weird. It's got a lot of businessy stuff in the movie that's like, Surprisingly, a lar large amount of like business jargon and Wall Street talk, because he, he's a, he's like a stockbroker, I think. Yeah, he works at the yeah the stock exchange. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I want to know before I go off on it, what did you guys think? So I thought in general it was all right. I mm -hmm. I I I, re I realized I had seen maybe the first ten minutes of this like probably maybe ten years ago. Right, so right. I, I, I was Comedy like, Central used to play this all the time. Like I, my parents, I think at one point owned the DVD, so I think I remember seeing like at least up to the point where they were about to make the switch, like switching between Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy, like that whole ordeal started. Mm -hmm. So having seen the whole thing and going like, oh, so that's how this goes. I feel like I liked the first half way more than the second half of the movie, which I feel like is interesting considering like how so far I felt like the finales were the best part of the Landis mm -hmm. films. The, the 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 ending is where like it gets much more businessy because like they actually do a um, a rather complicated thing in the movie and they explain how they do it. Yeah, uh, it gets it, it gets into like well, they're explaining how they're going to like deal with like the you know the market when it comes to like you know co frozen concentrate orange juice and dealing like uh, the way to get back a revenge of the people who put them in this situation because of course it comes to a point where they find out that uh, um the 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 two business guys uh two old rich white guys. Uh, wanted to ruin a man and uh, get a random uh, guy off the street, but can't have that n-word in our business. Yeah, they're racist old men, as as uh, which is no no shocker. So, yeah. <laughs> so um, they, they they needed they need it's like they they had that in there just to give you the extra. He's like, oh, they're bad. Now, now yeah. let me say like uh, the a lot of like the way this movie is acted is really good. Uh, and uh, the design, the costume design, like there's, there's a sequence in the middle of it when uh, Dan Aykroyd is like hit rock bottom and he's like in the the disgusting Santa suit. Yeah, that 
me that felt like that was where the movie was at its best. Like yeah. at that, everything after that point was just not nearly as fun because I loved it. Like he just, he's like, how much for a gun? And just seeing like dress up as Cena with like a gun trying to kill Eddie Murphy is honestly yeah. playing drugs is yeah. <laughs> he pockets the joint. Like, it's just like, it is the, to me, that was the, the peak for me. And I feel like everything ah. after that, like the, <laughs> I still like the train scene, despite it being problematic. I yeah, that that at that point I'm like, oh. It, <laughs> see, that, see, as the person of color here, I find that funny. I mean, it was it wasn't just like that. It was also I was just like, it's set I, up for I, 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 It was it was just a lot of like really overtly goofy stuff. I was like, oh, uh, okay, what is this homo? <laughs> I'm willing, I'm willing. Ha! I felt, I felt, I felt, I felt like it switched into like you know who's the director of Home Alone again? The Home Alone director, yeah. Uh, that was uh, multiple. That was John multiple. Hughes, uh, John Chris Hughes. Columbus directed, but you know what I mean, like a John Hughes. Uh, okay, yeah. But I, I was gonna say, like we were talking about, yeah. The sequence I know Christopher there, Columbus there. directed. John Hughes no, was yeah. the I mean, producer. But I, I said right. that, but I also meant like, yeah, John Hughes produced. You know that's. But, but um, yeah, like we were talking about, like yeah, there's like that whole sequence, like the, you like you like it when it's at the party and uh, like the the finding out sequence, but um. I still want to say, yeah, there's a, the where he steals a Santa suit. Dan Aykroyd steals a Santa suit. That is one of the most disgusting props I've ever seen in a movie. You know, though, what it reminded me of? What? It reminded me of the Christmas cast suit that Rocco wears to make a 60 <laughs> You know what? Like, he, let's, ask our, let's ask our third party here, Jordan. What is more disgusting, Dan Aykroyd's Santa suit or Rocco's Santa suit? You know, I hate to say it's probably Rocco's. Wow, really? Only because that you know it's vomit versus mm -hmm. the, the this one's one designed to look this good. Was obviously so, a costume. Yeah. So Jordan, how do you feel about trading places? I yeah. Uh, I will go on the edge to say the Comedy Central version sucks, and because they truncate a lot of the the good funny bits, you have to watch like the DVD, like an unedited version of Trading Places, to actually get like a very funny version of this. Really? A lot of like, like I haven't seen the Comedy Central version in a while. Like, what parts, like, do you remember getting cut out? Like, give me just one example. Uh, they cut out a whole lot of the frozen concentrate juice and ex that whole explanation scene. Because the whole gimmick is supposed to be it's so boring that they fall asleep. To like, that's the gimmick, right? Like, mm -hmm. well, first we take the this and we... Uh, then they took mm -hmm. that, that whole scene out. Second... They cut out like the almost they basically just truncated the one dollar bed at the end too. Like the whole two white people are rich. It's all for a dollar. That's, that's, that's in the middle. Like Remember. you find out it's a dollar and it's like you see Eddie Murphy and he peeks over on the bathroom and then that's it. Like they cut straight to commercial and it's like, wait, well, but you, no, you, that's you supposed know why? to be. It, it, you know why? It's like you ever think I'd let a like uh, run our company. No, they cut all that out. They cut all yeah. that out. So you don't even get to realize, like, oh, those people are real pieces of shit. Well, no, they, they, I remember seeing this. Like, they get up to the point of, like, here you go, one dollar. Yeah. And that's, that's where they cut it. And then cut to, like, you know, he's Carlos Mencia and he's taking over Comedy Central. No, like, you were, you were desperate to drop his name this week. I so. want to just say that and I will move on. Okay, but uh, but this movie it, does hold uh, up. I will say, surprisingly, this movie does hold yeah. up, even though yeah. you got to think things like uh, Occupy Wall Street and a lot of stockbroker things. Mm -hmm. But it's uh, like 
there, there is a thing I was giving these guys a warning on. Like, it is weird to watch it outside of like December, November, December, January season. Just because it's very, it is very like uh, makes a point to be like this is New York. And uh, there's where like my only negative of trading places is. Mm-hmm. Of all the latest movies up to this point. It's a lot of world building. Like the Blues Brothers world is very you see like the music play out, you see the world the Chicago, you see how everything plays as the city is almost a character in itself. Same thing with American Werewolf in London, where London literally kills somebody. <laughs> and like Animal House, it's the college. It's, this is like the rare place where it's like there's only like maybe like four locations ultimately <laughs> in this entire yeah, more movie. than that. Like the, 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 it's it's because it's in multiple places. Like uh, I'm trying to think. Like, but uh, it, I would say this is the rare movie where it's like I almost could bet money someone tried to say we should reboot this for 2020. It wouldn't work. But think about. Think- but think about we can get like you know like. Uh, we can get all sorts of comedy actors. We can get... Uh, yeah, you could. I mean, you could try, but I, you'd have to change a lot of it. Also, like, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis is in this movie. Jamie Lee Curtis is really funny in this. Uh, so, so where are you putting this, Ian? Uh, plus. Yeah, Ian's a good... Are you good? I, I, I thought you were marking this good. Is it good for you, or...? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in the... I, you know what? I'm going to say it's, it's a... Uh, it's... It's it's it, it depends. Up. Like I would say, if you're gonna, I, it's a thumbs up. It's a good movie. Don't watch it on Comedy Central. We're not counting TV versions. Okay, then thumbs up. Yes. Okay, so that is a positive. Uh, I said okay, but that that overruled. So, all right. So now we're moving on to this is made. This is a movie I have not seen, but I want to call it bad for, and and we'll explain why. And it is uh, Twilight Zone the movie. Twilight Zone. Now, now, like uh, the problem is, we can only judge partial of this. So, do we want to count it? It, I, he, I, I, I throw it out. I rule wait, out. Wait, 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 wait. No bits. Uh, because this movie is directed by John Landis, Steven Spielberg, Joe Dante, and George Miller, in a bunch of different parts. Because this is for those who don't know, Twilight Zone movie is a bunch of like big budget remakes of Twilight Zone episodes all just mushed together I will say that like John I've not Landis, seen this uh, I, I have not seen this movie either what I know the that fuck? John Landis <laughs> but here's the what? thing uh, here's the thing though uh, this movie killed children mm-hmm. and I feel like I have to mark that as bad automatically <laughs> but you haven't it's seen worked. it what the fuck you're supposed to that, see it before you like, can wait. Now, now we have to, we have to, we have, do we have to make a new category? I haven't seen it, but I want to label it bad. It's no. like a, they murdered children. This movie is responsible for the deaths of children. Jack, Jack, I can't let you do that. I can't let you do this. Yes, kids have died. It beheaded somebody with a helicopter blade in one of the scenes. But, but you, you, you didn't see the movie, and. I gotta tell you, while it's very good, and it is an appreciation of the Twilight Zone p- taking favorite uh, episodes and remaking them into a bigger budget, I would actually throw this out. 
because it's it's just such a variety project. It's a variety project. It might as well be going like, well, this is just the. Con- I think like um, I want to like start a rule here actually for the thing. Um, I think we shouldn't count multiple director movies. Like if it's if it's like sequences, like uh, like if it's like, like different, this part, this like, part, this part. Uh, that you know what? That's fair. Let's. Well, I will delete it, but I will mm-hmm. say that it killed children, and it's deplorable. It's a horrible thing, and this should be the black eye of uh, John Landis for the rest of his career. And we should never, ever let him forget about it. Ever. So, ever. Well, well, let's continue onwards. I deleted B.B. Uh, King. Jordan's that guy. It's a documentary, the next one, so I'm going to skip ahead to... It's on B.B. King. Uh, 19- 1985's Into the Night is next. Um, I've not seen that. I have not seen this either. Uh, hey, you know how he like he 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 he's a big fan of the Blues Brothers. Basically, I got that because of that. Anyway, move on. Next. All right, next. Uh, we have Spies Like Us, also from 1985. He made like yeah, he made, he he directed like three movies this year. This sounds vaguely familiar, but I would not be able to tell you anything about it. I've uh, I have not seen Spies Like Us. Uh. I, I have seen it. I would say it's okay. This was kind of a... Uh, all I remember... But the thing is, like, I saw this, like, in the Comedy Central era, so I didn't see, like, an official, like, illegal, full-on, no commercial break version. Uh, I will probably say it was fine. It's okay. It's it, it's supposed to be, like, a comedy, because that's how he does, and it's just basically like a uh, like a road trip movie. Like, okay. like Blues Brothers, but with spies instead of the Blues Brothers. Yeah. And uh, sorry, folks, uh, coming up uh, after that because we 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 haven't re- we are uh, we didn't all see Spies Like Us. We can't count it. Um, sorry, folks, we cannot count Clue. He did not direct it. Did not direct Clue. So we're moving on to 1986's Three Amigos. Three Amigos. Three Amigos is I. It's one of those movies that's just been in the cultural zeitgeist around me, and I've never seen it. Like, I've known about it forever. I've never seen it. I know what it's about. I've never seen it. Jordan, have you ever seen Three Amigos? I have seen Three Amigos. A full version of Three Amigos. What did you think of it? I don't care for the Three Amigos. I'm not going to go it's bad. I will just say, wow, that definitely is a character-driven movie. Wait, like, like a full version as opposed to half of it? Like the Comedy Central truncated We're not version. Counting those. Uh, we'll move on then to... Uh, Three Amigos is okay. Like, if you've seen it, it's just okay. Uh, yep, so still zero there. Uh, 1987's Amer- Amazon Woman on the Moon. Multiple directors, is- move on. Yeah, we, we cannot count that. Multiple directors. Okay, so we'll move on next to Coming to America. I'll call that a Joe Dante movie, if anything. Coming to America, that's an iconic movie. That's a good movie. Coming to America is funny. That is, uh... That is... <laughs> the world penis is clean, your highness. I will... I just... I'm just gonna... I just keep reminding myself, wait a minute, Louis Anderson was the manager of the McDonald's? <laughs> oh, sorry, McDonald's. Like... Eddie Murphy in Arsenio Hall. I still quote this movie. Like when it's like when it's like Randy Watson. That boy's good, good and terrible. Like I still say that. Like yeah, Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall are great in this movie. It is a great, 
great movie. This is, I would say, may, might be the other best comedy John Landis has ever made. I think it, like, some people would argue Blues Brothers. I think this is the most quotable one he's got. I did not get a chance to see this one, so. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, no. Do you you want to both go with the thumbs up just because this needs to be the uh, thumbs yeah, up? I, 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 I give it a thumbs up. Rules, so it's yeah, one. I give this a thumbs up. It real and they're, did you hear they're going to try and reboot this too? They were going to try. And, they're making. I, no, a sequel. I, they were going to make. They were going to make a sequel and like stuff not adding up. It's it's still in production right now. Yeah. Well, at least it was going to release this year, but it's uh mm, well, it's going to be pushed back. Yeah. So we're going to move on to the next movie of our list, 1991's Oscar. I haven't seen Sylvester Stallone. I, I haven't seen this. Hey yo, I want of. Okay, I've not seen this movie. I'm going to take a guess. Is it about an actor who wants an Academy Award by any means necessary, whose name just happens to be Oscar? No. Uh, I'll just read the first uh, line of the pro- uh, plot on Wikipedia. In in the prologue, gangster Anglo snaps Provolone. Oh, Angelo. <laughs> Anglo. Oops. <laughs> uh, promises his dying father he will give up his life of crime and instead go straight. That's if Sylvester he, Stallone. Yeah, if the if the picture Wikipedia has, like, folds on the poster, that's how you know it's not memorable. <laughs> wow, that means someone scanned it. Wow. Yeah, no, it's mm, not not really memorable, so we're going to add... It got negative reviews from critics, including Gene Siskel of the Chicago Tribune. I guess, okay. you know... I guess Lannis is lucky we didn't watch the net and Matt. Yeah. Uh, Innocent Blood. Uh, I, I don't even know this movie. I, don't, I haven't heard of this. 1992. I've not heard of this one. Did not watch this one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm a, guessing it's the a, same for you, Jordan. I have not seen this movie. Right. I have this heard of one... it. I have heard of it, though, but I have not seen now, it. Now, here's the one Jordan is the most excited about. Beverly Hills Cop. Three thumbs yeah, up. Give it first. all top marks. Best of the Landis. Best movie. Best movie. Beverly Hills Cop Three. Okay. Um, now, now here's my problem. This is a sequel. It's a third sequel uh, to a series. It's part three of a series, which requires me to compare it to the first two movies before it. Now. Um, Beverly Hills Cop 1 is great. Uh, I, I think the first one is very good. It's not made by John Landis. It's by Martin Brest. Uh, and the second one is by Tony Scott. Uh, now, wait. wait uh, the first two movies are... I, I, I don't remember two, but th- first Beverly Hills Cop is great. It's really good. Um, I, I don't remember Beverly Hills Cop two, but people say they remember it was good. Like I, I've seen I've seen it, but I, I don't remember anything from it. Uh, three, it's not great. No, no, it, no, it's good. It's, it, great. it's uh, the best. No, it's the best one. It's uh, you could tell uh, this is when Eddie Murphy was getting into his different type of acting he was doing, uh, and. The the setting is more interesting than the movie, and the setting is not that interesting. It's a theme park. It's Wonder World. Oh. It's great. It's, There's... I I got I got to start talking now because I watched this today, yeah. Um, yeah. and I fucking hated it. 
Mm -hmm. I was so bored. Mm -hmm. How do you make a fake Disney and then make the most boring crime happen? It's you know, it's bad when Drake and Josh the movie have the same thing and make it more exciting. Now, have you seen uh, the first ones, Jack? I've never seen any Beverly Hills Cop. Okay, did you want? Do you want to? If you ever want to make yourself even more mad, watch the first one and be like. That was good. What What the hell? Well, well after seeing this, I don't want to see other ones. Uh, Jack, you should watch all bad, of them. Bad all of them, Jack. No, you should no, watch no, all of them. No, you can't, you can't say something's bad from the third one. Sure I can. I did. Just Jack, bad. Jack, Fast and, you're, 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 Fast and Furious sucks because I saw the third one first and I thought that was <laughs> terrible. Well, I, I didn't bother seeing the first. You know, that's, yeah, that's, there, that's your, that's a personal problem. I don't watch don't watch until five. Beverly Hills Cop Beverly 3 Hills is a great movie franchise. Are you, are you saying, but wait, are you saying that Beverly Hills Cop 4 needs to come out to make it good? Yes. They have to make four so they can make five, and five will be the best one. Okay. It's it's such a great... I love the Beverly Hills Cop franchise. That's one of my favorite movie franchises because it, it becomes like from like like weird like fish out of water to suddenly just like campy-ass comedy. And plus, I still want my goddamn George Lucas sweater that he wore in Beverly Hills Cop 3. He, oh, you, you like it for the novelty of what this movie is. He was in it in a cameo appearance wearing a yellow sweater with a pig on it because he's on a run and he goes to a Ferris wheel. He pushes George Lucas aside to go in the Ferris wheel, Axel Foley, and then George Lucas goes, hey, and he's like, hey, and he waves goodbye, and he just looks all pissed and it's like, yes, that's George Lucas. Hell yeah, he made Star Wars. Uh, Jack, you, you can take my word for it because I've been nothing but open and honest with you. First movie is good. I can't comment on the second one. Yeah, this movie was bad. And if you're if 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 all you can come up with with having a movie set in fake Disney is just money laundering, like making printing out fake. It dollars. was Great America. I live in California. I know where that theme park is. Who cares? I care. What's personal? It's subjective. Oh, okay. That's that make that explains it. He's got a personal connection. Uh, yeah, I, I have a personal connection with this, just like how I like Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain. Oh my god. Three Ninjas is a uh. way better movie than Beverly Helicopters 3 because they have the smoke ball. No, this is the High Noon at Mega Mountain. This was the theme park sequel. Wait, like, that's like the fourth movie or something? Yeah. That's the one of Hulk Hogan. That, that's the one where they replace all the kids. Yes, that's the one. And with, with the, the youngest one, with a kid who doesn't even look anything like the one who was in it before. Not even a little bit. Apparently, Beverly Hills Cop was nominated for two Razzie Awards. I like think Beverly Hills Cop, what, which one? Beverly Hills Cop 3. The, the good. A it's 10% it, on Rotten Tomatoes score based on 50 reviews. Wasn't good. The action wasn't that great. They kept talking to characters. So I'm like, well, I guess they're from a previous movie because I don't know. No, they weren't. They were not. I will tell you right now, they, they weren't. They were not. They were they not. They were not because I, you know, no, no. The only the only characters that are returning in that are uh, Axel and uh, the, the Judge two Reinhold. Dudes. Judge Reinhold's character. Judge Reinhold. Oh yeah, because the other dude is uh, retired in this movie. Oh. The the bald guy. He he retired, so he's not with them. No, other than that, everything's new. All the people are just kind of just so like, that. So the guy with the weird accent who sells them guns was not in other movies. No, he's just. What the fuck? Like, yeah, like that, that makes it, it, it makes me so mad that fucking a fucking Marvel movie did this idea better, where they introduced Eddie the Murphy. Said this was the weakest film in the trilogy. 
Like, mm -hmm. like, Thor Ragnarok introduces, like, Doctor Strange for, like, one scene. Like, it's basically the same scene as, like, this man in Beverly Hills Cops 3, but it does it, like, way better. Like, like think it about take, that. Like, it doesn't take all, as long. Think about that. All the people who are in the original, uh, it, all the, the people who are in the first two movies wanted nothing to do with this, except for, like, the two main recurring guys. And I give it a thumbs up. Everyone says it sucks. So yes, that is, that is a two points down. No, you don't lose no, two no, points. It's, it's, it's negative. It's just one point down. It's negative one. So yeah, moving on. What uh, the? F oh well. Yeah, but well, moving on. There's only four movies left, and I don't even know if we've even seen these. So mm -hmm. starting with 1996, uh, the Stupids. Stupid. Okay, that's you, Tom Arnold. That is you, a. You know what's you know what's funny is I wanted to see this movie when I was a kid. I I didn't get to see it. I never saw it. Uh, I have seen it. I cannot rem tell you anything about the movie. I just remember, I physically remember seeing that in theaters. I think I, I might have seen it in theaters, but, like, that was at a point when, like, man, you just made me realize there's a lot of movies I saw in theaters as a kid that I retain nothing of. I, I have to give this a zero, like, based on, like, I don't remember anything about it. I don't, like, I don't know if I saw it, it or not. I think it sucked. I think it just sucked because I can't remember anything about it. Wait, wait a minute though. So like, you're just giving it a negative to just give it a negative. Yeah, just because it's forgettable. But, but, so, 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 what, Ian? Have you seen it? I, I don't know. So I don't let remember. Read, let me give you the premise and see if this. Uh, it follows the, the fictional family, the Stupids, with the lasting <laughs> synonymous with their behavior. Based on the book, right? Based on the it, book. The it's um it starts with the dad believing sender from letters mark returned to sender is a wicked man planning a conspiracy. The family unwittingly saves the world from military chaos while believing a fake story about a fictional man named Sender and his plot to confiscate everyone's mail and garbage. See, I think I I wanted to see this because when I was a kid, I liked the book series. But you, did, uh, you didn't you didn't see this one. I probably didn't. All right, so it doesn't get added, unfortunately, yeah. uh, or fortunately, whatever, whoever perspective you want to expect <laughs> here. Blues Brothers. Because you haven't, you haven't seen it either. I have not. The rest of these movies I have not seen. So Blues Brothers yeah. 2000. It sucked. I haven't seen this. It sucked. I uh, I haven't seen this. It sucked. You would hate it. Don't see it, Ian. That's why I didn't see it, because I was like, I don't want to see this. Yeah, like, I didn't want to see this. So you know what? Like, uh, like Jordan says, it sucks. We're gonna take his word for it, but we can't count it. It sucks. I, I, Blues I, Traveler I, is in it. If you want to know, like, where we're at, because John Belushi passed away. What, what they, do you have against? What do you have against Blues Traveler? Oh, uh, I will get to that in a bit. Just don't. Oh man, you don't want to know. Also, John Goodman was in it basically as the replacement because of John Belushi. And while he is a great actor, mm -hmm. this was his worst performance I've ever seen him in. John Goodman. And that includes the Flintstones movies. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to Susan's Plan. I've never even heard of this. 1998, Susan's Plan, and it, this it's you know it's bad where the Wikipedia thing has like a thing that says DVD on the bottom left of the poster and like the PG-18. Oh, and also, Susan's Plan also released as Dying to Get Rich on Video. So have not seen they, they, cha they changed the title. Oh, oh, okay. Here's the thing. Uh, it was screened at AFI Film Festival. Due to poor audience reactions, it was released straight to video. 
in 2000. It took two years to get out. Wow. Well, I haven't seen it. Man, I really wish I, I you could do it. that. I haven't seen it, but I want to give it a thumbs down. <laughs> uh, oh, well. Uh, and then finally, uh, Burke and Hare, 2010. I don't know. I don't know what this is. So Simon Pegg is in it, and it. Have is, you seen it? I have seen it. Do I remember everything about it? No, because this was at a time when I was a big fan of Shaun of the Dead and saw Spaced, and then I saw Buck Burke and Hare. I. It's kind of like a weird. I was almost gonna say like a hot fuzz, but not as funny. What's Brit? That's weird. I'm always weirded out by British comedies directed by Americans. Like, like Jessica Hines is in it, and it's like, oh, that's weird. Uh, if I remember correctly, like Stephen Merchant was even in it, and it's like a lot of like actors. It's like I remember you were in this, and you're in this. But the point is that we like we haven't seen it. I Jordan's the only one who saw it, so. I'm not gonna bother. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Jack, how's how's the ranks look? Let's see here. So, going over the total score here, we have for the positive ratings, we have one, two, three, four, with one negative. So that means if we go over to the actual little ratio thing here, and we we put down. Uh, Mr. Boy, I wish we had like a fun computer sound effect. Yep, John The four over one. That means he is a three. He's a three. Positive three. That's good. He is the second highest rated director, according to us right now. He's a better director. Now, can you please put an asterisk and remind people he murdered people? In the wait a minute, you, you wait, asterisk. wait. You said you didn't want to talk about it, Jordan. We can't count it. We do, asterisk. but I said it should be reminded we, every we, single we. time he does anything. He doesn't listen to our podcast. Also, it's a reminder that like I I mark an asterisk next to these for now. Want to know that we have not seen all of his movies in total. Yes. So that means because um, keep in mind, like we some of these movies we actively you know we didn't get a chance to see because some of these were like, well, I don't want to see that. It looks bad. Now, now this, also, he, he also has, like, of all our directors, he's got one of the most interesting lists uh, in that, like, a lot, like more than one of his movies is either, like, it, not something we normally count, or it's done in, like, what we had to make new rules for, not counting. Yep, so there, there, they, there may come a time where if we decide to revisit him, this is why I made this, this new Excel thing. Now we can go back and go, okay, which ones did we not all see? Let's try to watch these ones. All right. Mm. We, we can come back later on. Because, you know, we did that with George Lucas, um, black, you know, this year, actually. We did that this year. So, so Are we, are we going to make Jack watch Coming to America? <laughs> I, 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 I say uh, he, he's not a good ally. And they only see he's coming to America. Wait, like not a good ally to the Africans? Uh, no. No, because that, that's a catch-all. To black Africans? No, uh, what's the country? What's the, <laughs> Zamunda. Where are we going with this? I was trying to say like the, the country that he was in. There's the one specific country that Eddie Murphy was. The, the, the one that, uh, Zamunda or something? Mm-hmm. No. Do you? 
<laughs> Look, I just I I have to figure out which one which director now, to do next month, and that, now, you are, now, you, are we, you are picking you is your you are in charge now of picking the next film yeah. director. Who who do you who have you had your eye on? Well, you see, like, well, there's two, Ian. Um, Tell us. You know, I since my birthday kevin smith has been on my mind to do this kevin but right. that we mm-hmm. i i tell i told jack about dennis dugan i think the most underrated director on this list dennis dugan i think you should look him up right now ian no i think you should look no. it up right now ian dennis dugan no. who's dennis dugan um, Ian, let me read you some movies that he has directed. Um, oh, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, 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 I, don't, I think, I think you guys are really Gilmore. not appreciating the work of Dennis Dugan here for the best. Happy Gilmore, Beverly Hills Ninja, Big Daddy, Saving Silverman, National Security, The Benchwarmers. Oh, God. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. You don't mess with the Zohan. Grownups, just go with it. Jack and Jill. Grownups, too. Love weddings and disaster, other disasters. Ian, I, I, I love me, you guys so much, and I'm so appreciative of all the jokes and bits we do every every time. All all Jordan, of basically what you're saying, basically what you're saying is you want us to come back. Uh, if we do this, you want me and Jordan, I mean me and Jack, to come back and say I didn't watch that. 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 <laughs> So you just end up with like like straight zeros. But that just ruins the integrity of this list. Are you really willing to sacrifice the integrity of this golden ratio list to not watch the works of Dennis Dugan? Director I, of Jack I've and Jill. I've seen Chuck and Larry, and that movie sucks shit. So I, I, I had to watch the fucking Benchwarmers. That's one of the worst movies I've ever seen in existence. Well, you're in luck, cause my choice is Kevin Smith. <laughs> oh, okay, oh, okay. I guess we'll. we'll now, now, like, let, let me look at this. I have. I always have to think about it again. Like, how many Kevin Smith movies have I seen? Uh, the only reason I want to do Kevin Smith is because of that new Jay and Silent Bob movie I have yet to see, and I'm like, I, really? That looks terrible. Exactly. Like, it looks terrible. So then they came to back my like, are all Kevin Smith movies terrible, or was it just like a phase? Zach and Mary make a porno was so boring. That's the only one of these I've seen. Jersey Girl. Oh. Jersey Girl sucked. Um, Red oh, State sucked. No. Uh, okay, uh, so which of these movies are we? Do oh, we have? I, I didn't. I didn't realize Kevin Smith had a hand in Live Free or Die Hard. Yes. Okay, okay um, Jordan. What are the five we have to watch? I, I, uh, I, what, what, why not the um? What, what's the uh? What, what's that collection of movies like? Clerks, Mall Rats, Chasing oh, Amy, US Dogma. Universe? Yeah, it'll be Clerks, Mall Rats, Chasing Amy, Dogma, and then Jane and the Bob Strike Back. But they made Clerks too. Uh. And a lot of the later Kevin Smith movies kind of already suck. What about when he like dipped out of that, like to make like Cop Out, Red State, and Tusk? And yeah, I was like, stuff. I want to know if I want to do one of the, I, like Cop Out. Definitely feel like we want to do like one of those. Uh, I hear people say Tusk is actually like really fucked up and like they're like weirded out by it. But but it's also like people I've heard, also heard people say it's stupid. Uh, so I would probably pick the. 
those four, like Clerks, Small Rats Chasing Amy, Dogma, and then one of these later ones. If I had to pick a five, which one do you want? I just want to say like one thing before we do. Do you guys remember like Red State being one of those movies that like there's a lot of hubbub about it before it came out, then it came out and you heard nothing? Yes. Um, let me just double check to see if I had to. I, f- I fucking forgot that Kevin Smith named his daughter fucking Harley Quinn. Yeah, you know, Harley Quinn or Batman. You know, I just love Batman so much. And, and you just like smoke weed and watch Batman animated series once. And I... it was just. Uh, forget that was like around like uh, a couple I, years later he started writing for batman uh, i'm gonna buy my piss himself once really funny uh because of like it was a cold water voice really fun <laughs> i just want to smoke weed bro you know i got i talked to jason Mewes the other day and this doesn't sound like Kevin Smith. well I guess I guess we're gonna watch some Kevin. Congrats okay, okay. to we, Kevin Smith. We, I, I know you're disappointed. Not, guys, guys, wait a minute though. What is the the fifth movie? Uh, I think you were right. Cop out. Really? Unless you want to do Zach and Mary make a porno. Because that was because that was Seth Rogen and Elizabeth Banks. Wait, 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 wait. You sure you don't want to do one of the ones we haven't said anything negative about? Are they Jane's and the Bob reboot? Oh, oh my God! Red I State? mean, like Red State or Tusk or whatever. Find the first first. Oh, wait, wait, wait! Do you not want to do Red State or Tusk because you don't want to do a horror movie? I think you both can watch it and make your own decision. I will. Um. Wait. So for first, so are we not watching his first five movies then? Or... The first uh, four. The... the first four, because I don't think. Because so basically, Jane and Bob Strike Back is like the finale that's supposed to tie everything together, and it's like the worst version of it. Dogma is had a claim chasing Amy. Unless you want to watch Ben Affleck want to try and date a lesbian, I don't know. But Clerks and Monrats are the two that he did get like a praise <laughs> for. Jersey Girl. We'll finalize things. Uh, yeah, well, we'll, we'll decide. We'll decide off camera, guys. Yeah, we'll decide off camera here. Um, how long have we been recording? We have been recording now for an hour seventeen minutes. So All right, let's wrap. Let's wrap, yeah, let's wrap things up. up. The, I, I thought it was, you know, these episodes usually for now. For, for really, I feel like it's for the best. They kind of started. Let's, let's, let's do um just a, let's just do a couple questions to wrap up. Uh, but I'm I had gonna... so many things to talk about. Sonic the Hedgehog is getting a no, sequel. No, no, no. There's a sequel three. coming up. Shit. Hooray. Be quiet. Uh, three questions. But we have a Sonic the Hedgehog 2 sequel. You hated that movie. So let's go on. Dunkaroos have returned at 7-Eleven. Let's get excited oh, about that. Let's we go. had a whole Dunkaroos sing-along dance number. I didn't. HBO Max debuted this week. It with, with It's actually Do better. It. Do it. Ask the questions. Do you have HBO Max? No. Get the free trial this week. What's your favorite level in Sonic the Hedgehog? Uh, Oh, that's a hard one, actually. (laughs) Oh, easy. None, because the 2D games are bad. Uh, You know, the 3D games have have levels, too. Uh, He said Sonic the Hedgehog, referring to, of course, the original. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the original game's bad. Uh, I'll have you know, Sonic 2006 is also called Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, that game's bad, too. Ooh, uh, breaking your rules. 
Uh, no, the bad, three, bad take, Jack. Like everybody, a, everybody, send you your your hate mail. I thought, to Jack. He, I thought he loved three Sonics. What gives? Yeah, uh, Sonic Adventure one and two. Two thousand six is a three D Sonic, and Sonic you, Heroes. Sonic Heroes is also better than two D Sonic games. They still count, so you got to see it. No, uh, no. What's your favorite uh, ending to to Mortal Kombat four? <laughs> Jax. Uh, Jax. <laughs> Let me play that real quick, then for the no! people at home. No, no, wait, wait. No, if you're gonna, no wait, no. wait. If you're gonna play that, if you're gonna play that, you have to make it the ending theme. No. Never, Sonya. I agreed to help defeat Shinnok, not turn myself into the special forces. The Black Dragon live on. The Black Dragon died with Kano. You're the last one, Jarek. Never. Major Briggs, this is Lieutenant Sonya Blake. Whoa. Over. Sonya, this is Major Briggs. Come in. Sonya, this is Jax. Are you there? <laughs> going somewhere, Jarek? Jax! I thought you were going to. thought I was, what, dead? Like my party just popped off the cliff? I'm, I'm sorry, Jax. Please. Don't drop me. Wait, I, I promise. Too late, Jarek. You can't drop me. You have to uphold the law. You, you have to arrest me. Wait, wait. This is brutality. You can't do Wrong, it. Wrong, Jarek. This is not a brutality. This is a fatality. Oh, 